Hey everybody, you are listening to another episode of Barbacoa Big Red Basketball. We got the three-man pod going on again. I have Will Darnell with me. Of course, I'm John. And in Washington, D.C., he's figuring out how to apply for the Junior Basketball Association. We got Trent Johnson. Trent Johnson, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, I'm a little under the weather, but I'll enjoy you got your, you guys. Uh, you said coffee or cocoa is what you got. I I had cocoa earlier. I am currently drinking coffee. Did you put anything in the coffee? No, I drink it. I drink it black. Mm-mm. I can't do it like that. Can you really not? No, That's I do. So it, weird. <laughs> I do it. I do it either with uh, I either do it with cream and sugar or just sugar. I think just weird. just sugar makes black coffee. Just I mean, obviously because it's sugar, it makes it taste a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that you put sugar in your coffee. That's strange. But cream and sugar. I used to do cream <laughs> and sugar, but that just makes me feel bloated now, and I can't do it anymore. Yeah, man. It's black coffee. Yeah, I mean, if I drink coffee, I usually drink it black unless it's a latte. Oh, the brand I was thinking of from Whole Foods. It's called Tea Chino. It's it's technically a tea, but it tastes just like coffee, and it's herbal tea. That that's the worst name of all time. It's it's really good. You need to try it. It's not a good name. (laughs) It's really good. Sounds like a. It sounds like a like a color for like chino pants that you get at Target. I like chino pants. Chinos. Not me too, I'm just saying, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Chino pants are good pants, man. They're among the best. No, Target Chino pants no, are good. Target. Don't buy pants tar- from Target. Target. Buy your shirts at Target, but not your fucking pants. This is a basketball <laughs> podcast, let's get to it. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Uh, you gotta go try them on, man. They, they, they're they really comfortable. You know, they've Trent, are you doing something weird with your audio? Because you're like going in and out of my headphones. I'm not. Yeah, it's probably on our end, so just uh, we'll just be prepared for something to cut out again. Yeah, Trent is a cuck. But, uh, <laughs> Trent, um, I brought up the Junior Basketball Association reference because that's what LeVar Ball wants to name his new basketball league that he's starting. Apparently, he is uh, trying to basically destroy the NCAA by creating a basketball league that he wants to... M- that he wants to be for high school players who don't want to go to college. He was inspired to start this league after uh, the NCAA president, Mark Emmert, said something last week about... Here, let me see. Here, what did he say? It's He said, Is this about someone being part of a university and playing basketball or any other sport with that school's jersey on representing that institution? Or is it about preparing me for my career, my professional career as a ball player? If it's the latter, you can do that inside a university, and that might be a really good way to go. But if you don't want to, and you don't think it's right for your family, then don't come. Which is a really stupid thing to say, because everybody knows that the NCAA is just a way to get players to their professional leagues. Yeah, and just to make money for universities. Mark Emmert is like a stupid fucking gas bag. And he might be the wow. stupid motherfucker of the week. He wanted to waste any iota of time on college basketball, but we're not going to do yeah. that. So LeVar Ball wants to pay these guys, guys who don't want to go to college um, and don't want to go to the G League, the NBA's developmental league, between what, three and 10000 per month? Yeah. And he wants to have 10 teams. And yeah. He wants them to play in NBA arenas in four cities. And he wants to sell tickets, and I think he wants to stream it, right? He's going to stream it? Uh, I don't know if he said that, but basically that he's going to make it 
he's that, but yeah, he's looking for players to fill ten teams. He wants to do it in NBA arenas, and he's going to make his rules just like the NBA rules with the quarters, the distance from three. Just do as much as he can to prepare them for the NBA. How is this going to work? Trent, you tell us, because I know you're enthused about this. <laughs> um, I when, I when we were talking off, off the pod, I was sort of not... I didn't want to tip my hand too much, but I, I want to honestly say that I think this is a commendable endeavor for LeVar Ball. And ultimately, however, I, I do feel like he's going to take his first loss here. I don't. I don't think this is gonna work. Um, I think he'll try, um, but I, without like the the resources and the money um, <clears throat> to back this, such as Ice Cube, you know that Ice Cube had when he did the Big Three League. I just don't see how this is gonna work. Who's gonna invest in this? People are already afraid of Levar Ball in the sense that he's sort of you know chaotic and he's unpredictable. I don't know where he's gonna get the money. Um, I think if he can make it happen, it's commendable, and I hope that it does work for him and the players, but I just don't see how he's going to make it happen right now. So do you think it's just finances? Um, finances, I don't understand how he thinks he's going to get clearance in these NBA stadiums. That's going to cost money. He's like, just going to try to rent um, the stadiums. Yeah. I know, but like, who's going to pay for that? Do yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Does he I have mean, the capital to do that? It's just a money thing. Right. Okay, so I guess, yeah, capital would probably be my my number one you know, wait. Are you done with your opening salvo, Trent? <laughs> Is that can I can I Is jump too, in now? Was that too much? Are you mad no, at me? No, 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 I'm not mad at you, bud. I'm not mad at you. Go ahead, um, jump in. What do you this think? This is never gonna work. And I think that he can get the players. He could get a bunch of middling to okay college recruits who are probably gonna be the seventh or eighth guy on their college team. Um like okay AAU guys, that's fine. He could get eighty of those guys. That's no trouble at all. He could pay those ADA you guys for one or two months just out of his pocket because that's gonna be between two hundred and fifty thousand to like seven hundred fifty thousand a month. I, th- I think that he could do a couple months. I'm sure that they have some money saved up. Lonzo has a salary. <laughs> Lonzo could kick some money. I was literally ah, no thinking Lonzo's not putting. Money I was literally in thinking There's that no he probably need Lonzo <laughs> would probably have to fund it <laughs> in order to make it work. I mean, my <laughs> understanding of LeVar Ball is that they already had quite a fair amount of wealth before Lonzo even made the NBA and before Big Baller brand and all this stuff. That they they were already yeah. pretty well off financially. Were Not they? like millionaires or billionaires or anything like that, but I think that he was already doing okay for himself. But the yeah. reason this isn't going to work is because I don't think that LeVar Ball can conceptualize exactly what he's trying to pull off. So each of those 10 teams needs a coach. Who's going to coach these teams? He needs referees. He needs, like, 12 cameras, 13 cameras. He needs 12 or 13 cameramen. He needs editing crews. He needs a service to stream this on. It costs hundreds of thousands of dollars per night to stream something like this this big. There's no mm-hmm. there's no fucking yeah. way. He doesn't have the infrastructure. Unless someone comes in and gives him 20 or 30 million, which he'll blow. <laughs> there's just no way. I mean, they might. this might happen... Like, they might have three or four games of this. There's just no way. The overhead's way too expensive. He's going to have to rent all this stuff because he doesn't own any of it. it. Unless he can get a TV company to back him or YouTube. I mean, earlier our other roommate, Chris, suggested that Facebook might help him out because the 
the show they have. Oh, yeah, Facebook, they have a Facebook show. But that is like a two or three camera, three or four man crew show. And this would be two dozen guys per game that they would need. Yeah. And heavy HD cameras and satellite uplinks and all sorts of shit. There's just no way. It's This is like $25 million to start is what he needs to do this. If the, I don't know. They did send a camera crew to China with them for that show. Yeah, but that's like two like, cameramen. <laughs> maybe they just do it like high school film style. Who's going to watch that? Very rudimentary English. Like, especially with the NBA announcing that they're going to stream G League games on Twitch, which is going to yeah. be a professional production. And the players are arguably going to be better than the guys he's going to get for this. Because you're going to have... Oh, the G League players. And there's definitely going to be guys that you're more excited about. Like... Uh, not to just throw one out to the Chinese right away, but Joe Chi playing in G League game streamed on Twitch, that's going to do numbers. That's going to do wild numbers. Uh, some random wild. guy from some <laughs> school in Texas who was recruited by U of H but didn't make the eligibility requirements, nobody's tuning in to see that shit. It's a cool idea, but he doesn't have the money to do it. Yeah, I think, like I said, just... I don't see how he could get the capital and like, together. You brought up the Ice Cube thing, but Ice Cube is worth like $400 million. <laughs> no, I was saying that he doesn't yeah, no, have I know, but I'm the saying, resources but like, Ice Cube is. The, the three-on-three league for Ice Cube, what's it called? The Big Three? The Big Three, yeah. yeah like, no, that was like three, yeah. an okay success, and they had a mm. shit ton of capital and famous NBA X players. Like, that was barely successful. This is going to be no-name college, or would-be college players. Yeah, it sounds like he needs big names to join, or else it's not going to work. I would watch it if there is a bunch of players, like, say, like, the high, the like the biggest prospects in the NCAA right now. If people like Michael Porter and DeAndre Ayton and Muhammad Bamba, like, if those guys were in the league, then, yeah, I would watch it. But if he's not going to get those guys, if the majority of his league is going to be made up of second-round players to people who are, at best, international role players, then, who, yeah, I'm not... Why would anybody want to watch, watch those guys play 12-minute quarters with an NBA three-point line? They're going to make, like, 18% of their threes. Yeah. College basketball is already hard to watch. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so... So, wait, were, were you... I was just going to say that um, this would be like watching AAU games where you take out the top 40% of the talent from the AAU games. And AAU games are already terrible to watch. The coaching is going to be the same level. Or worse. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, okay, well, would you watch it if LeVar played on one of the teams? God, no. <laughs> no, because I shouldn't play basketball. <laughs> if it was like one, every game he plays on one of the teams. Oh, I want to make one last I'll make point. It. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is a good idea. LeVar Ball is oh, yeah. not the guy to do it. I think it's a commendable idea. Yeah, fuck the NCAA. Someone should find yeah, I'm all for anyone taking NCAA. money out of the NCAA's coffers. Yeah. No, this is a this is a good idea. The NBA should just you know adopt the salary structure where they pay their worst guys thirty five hundred a month and their best guys a hundred thousand or uh, ten thousand a month. Yeah, ten thousand. Yeah. Okay, so in place of pitting Will and Trent in head to head with media, I'm doing a series of fact or fiction questions, and whoever I think has the better point wins for oh, that man. round. Oh yeah. So. The first one, fact or fiction. 
Within five years, there will be a viable alternate avenue to the NBA other than the NCAA and international play. You go ahead, Trent. Uh, does the G League count as NBA? No. Then fact. Why? Um, I think the G League. For well, this is all um, dependent on whether the NBA gets rid of the one and done uh, rule. But if they do, I think the G League can become a uh, alternative to college and international play simply because it's already there. It's like a feeder system. The MLB does this already. Um, I think that with a minor league system, you could have players that get drafted and then spend a year or two down in the G League uh, as soon as they're 18 years old. And I think that that would be better already than the NCAA. The G League is already higher quality basketball. I think it would be better for the players. It would be better for the league. And, uh, yeah, I think that... So I think fact. I think that that will happen, con- dependent on whether or not the NBA gets rid of the one and the one and done. So, so that's so. What you're asking for is that they repeal the one and done, so 18 year olds can join. Yeah. Wait. So, so are you saying that 18 year olds can play in the NBA, or 18 year olds can get drafted and go to the D, go to the G League and then go to the NBA? The 18 year olds. Well. If so, will it be just like before, so or do they need to spend a year in the G League? Will they essentially be stashed in the G League like they are overseas? Is that what you mean? Yeah, essentially, and they wouldn't have to. I mean, if they're good, if there's someone like LeBron, then you would go straight to the NBA, and I think that that's correct. Uh, I think it has to be LeBron was ready. No, I don't. I don't think it does because it does. It's not in the MLB. If a high school player is good enough, he can play right away. <laughs> no, that never happens. Every single player it starts ha- in the minor. Ken Griffey didn't. Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> played right away. Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> okay. no, I'm not saying it has. I'm not saying that that it's gonna happen. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I don't think that you can rule it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are you thinking? Uh, fiction. I think it's there's absolutely no way that that happens. And Why? I think the reason is very simple. The NCAA is one of the most powerful cartels in the world, and they're backed <laughs> by serious television money from CBS and ESPN. And it is in the interests of all of these telecom companies to continue college basketball as it is now. Um, the NBA is a giant corporation, basically, just like all these other things. And corporations serve each other's self-interest. So it would be taking money out of a partner's pocket by doing that. Also, I think what Trent brought up about how it wouldn't have to be all or nothing would be a big issue. Like, guys would say, like, a guy like Lonzo would want to play right away. And then his team would say, oh, no, you're going to the G League. You're going to you're That's gonna not the question, though. G no, I, I'm just saying, I don't think the system could work. I, don't, I, I think that if you have to have the developmental league, like, you have to play there before you can play in the NBA, I think that would make sense, but I don't think that they can do that. Also, the NCAA is not, like, these colleges are just all of a sudden not going to have these players? No, no fucking way, not five years. No, I don't. I don't see why the NBA would not. Do I mean, the, it the NBA make any sense did the, NBA the one and done it. rule to benefit the NCAA. Why would they suddenly go back on it? No, they. I thought they did it because they they were concerned with these high school players coming out and not being ready. But the G League sort of gets rid of that issue. I yeah, I think that that's a naive view for why they did the one and done rule. I. I mean, you may be right, but. That's what they. I mean, that's publicly what they were stated. I, I don't know if the NCAA is like giving the NBA money. I don't. I don't know if it's that. Diabolical. I don't think that it's like an exchange of money. Wh- why does the NBA? Why should the well, why NBA? Would they, why would the NBA care? Help the NCAA if they have a means of doing exactly what the NCAA does, but better. 
and they can make and they make money off the G League, too. So you're telling me that if Melvin Bagley played for the Marvin Rio Bagley. Grande Vipers, <laughs> Marvin Bagley, excuse me, played for the Rio Grande Vipers, that's better for the NBA than than him playing for Duke. The NBA will not make the money that the NCAA currently makes off these players if they put them in the G League. That, and so NBC and Fox and ESPN and CBS lose out on money. And instead of them getting money, all these major giant telecom companies that just got net neutrality repealed are suddenly just going to give away all this money so the NBA can solely have the money? No, there's no. that's not how America works. These corporations um, aren't I just going to give it up I think that you're easy. being... I, I think you're wrong. I think that if these guys, uh, these five-star recruits, were drafted at 18 years old, stashed in the G League, then there would be more interest in the G League. These TV stations that you're talking about, they could pick up the more G League games, more more NBA programming. You don't even have to. Uh, theoretically, you could put it in a different time of year so you have basketball year-round. Okay. And, Can um, I just stop you there, Trent? I'm just saying, there's there's a lot of ways the biggest, that the problems that you think it's going to have could be alleviated. The biggest draw in sports gambling is March Madness. Sports gambling is March about Madness to be exist. It would still exist. <laughs> it would still exist. No, it wouldn't. Not if all the good players are not going. I mean, some good players go to college still. I think that's still, I mean, that's if still a thing that happens. you're taking 60 off the board every year. If you lose the top sixty players from the NCAA, an already unwatchable product is. I don't see decimated. why. Uh, exactly, it's already unwatchable. It's yeah, already bad. So, but they would still NBA watch it. That's games my argument. Between shitty teams, do not do good numbers. You said in NBA games between yeah, shitty teams like don't do good numbers. The regional network of the Grizzlies doesn't get a million draw. Like. Several NBA teams can't draw with their there, real team. There are tons of college basketball teams that don't draw. Only the top 25 teams draw. And that's like, there's 400 teams. <laughs> yeah, but nobody gives a shit about the other 375. They're not the, they're not the that's ones that's what I'm saying. That, that's exactly. So it's the same with the G League. It doesn't make a difference. I don't know. Right now, you honestly kind of sound like Chris Vernon because your voice is messed up. <laughs> and it's uh, yeah. triggering me. <laughs> is that why you brought up Memphis? No. Okay, I think I'm going to have to cut off the conversation right, here. Cut it off, John. Very good points on both sides, though. Not going to reveal who won that one, but... What? what? Uh, not until the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's kind of weird. That's a weird format. Um, okay, I'll just say, Will wins. Woo! Okay. Will wins! <laughs> How did Will win? He sounded really smart talking about money, so he wins. <laughs> Man, he made that shit up. <laughs> I really that up. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Okay, let's see if Trent can redeem himself with the next topic. Ask the people who won. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think only like 12 people listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. Um, okay, so... Guys, keep going. So don't quit. ESP, so ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski put out a story yesterday about Anthony Davis headlined all Anthony Davis wants to do is win but where will that happen which is like the most hilarious thing all I want to do is win something he's literally never done I mean it's he did it in college which apparently to you is a big deal <laughs> I don't like the NCAA I answered a question you okay. fucking asshole 
<laughs> okay, so Anthony Davis, clearly one of the best players in the league, but unfortunately has not had that much success with New Orleans, be it awful management, awful ownership, awful teammates, I mean, awful coaching. Injuries. I think the first injuries. thing on the list should be that he misses 20 games per season. Yeah, his injuries, yeah. <laughs> I think they would have had more success if he didn't miss a quarter of the season every time. I feel like that's a bit much to say that that is the primary issue. The team should be able to, I mean, they're, I mean, they're not going to be good without him, but yeah, they I shouldn't mean, they look this bad with him. Yeah. So, I can see that. but, uh, I mean, it just, it just made me wonder, could, because, I mean, it talks a bit in the story about how he's being forgotten. Like, when you talk about up-and-coming players, you're talking about Giannis and Kristaps and Joel Embiid. Anthony Davis is only 24, and he's putting up about 26 and 11 this year. Shooting fifty-seven percent and thirty-five from three. He's an extremely good player that people are just forgetting about because he's in New Orleans and they haven't done anything ever since he got there. The highlight, his his best year was when they got swept in the first round by Golden State. Yeah, I just and so I don't think the people I don't think the like basketball heads are forgetting about Anthony Davis. I think maybe, like, he's not as popular with the kids, and he's not, like, part of the, like, Instagram and the Twitter thing. But there's part of the article he talks about how he doesn't, like, promote himself. Yeah, he's, he's not, not like, a self-promoter. A interesting personality. Yeah. But, like DeMarcus Cousins was in, in Sacramento, it's really hard to market yourself or get noticed if your team is fucking trash every year. Which is essentially what the point of the article is. Yeah. Like, what, what, what is there to do anymore? And so, Trent, I'll let you answer first. My first, um, fa- my first fact or fiction. Anthony Davis's first time in the second round will be with the Pelicans. Fiction. Ooh, why is that? Uh, do I? Wait, is this actual fact or fiction, or are you just asking me a question? He's never been to the second round. He's never won a playoff game. So yeah, it's I mean, he's not... Do you, do, you think, do you not know how the format works? <laughs> like, it's like... No, I didn't I, I didn't know we were doing it for each topic. I thought this was just... We're just talking No, we're doing it for each topic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you tell me whether this is fact or fiction. If Anthony Davis's first time in the second round will be with the Pelicans. Yeah, it's clearly fiction. He's uh, His contract's up in a few years. The Pelicans have seen what Sacramento did what all these other teams are doing with superstars that don't want to be there anymore. He says he wants to win. They have no ability to get him to win. DeMarcus Cousins is probably going to leave after this season, um, <clears throat> which means that he'll have no talent around him once again. I think that eventually they'll trade him to somewhere like Boston, and that's where he'll be uh, a winner, I guess, for lack of a better term. Go ahead, Will. Let's hear what you got. I think the – well, before Will goes, I think the article mentioned that his deal doesn't run out until 2021. So what power does he have? I mean, that's two years after this season. Yeah, that's a long time. So it's not that much time. Okay, so is it my turn? Yeah. Um, the answer is fiction. Also, I think the answer is fiction, but I don't think that they're going to trade him because they have no reason to. Like, 
why why would they trade him now? Dell Demps will get fired. Alvin Gentry will get fired. Um, DeMarcus Cousins won't resign. I think that DeMarcus Cousins is going to resign. By all accounts, he loves being in New Orleans, and he likes playing with Anthony Davis. And they're not. Nope. Not gonna resign. They're not terrible. I mean, I would. I bet you right now if, that Demarcus Cousins resigns, as long as they don't trade. He's not Davis. resigning. Now. Okay, I'll just get it out of the way now because that was gonna be my next question. Fact or fiction? Demarcus Cousins will resign with the Pelicans. Fact. Fiction. Okay. All right. Uh, one of y'all make your case. I don't know who. Um, <laughs> I think that Demarcus Cousins will resign with the Pelicans because he actually likes playing with Anthony Davis, and as long as they don't. Trade Anthony Davis, I think that he will re-sign. I don't think that... There's been no stories about him getting frustrated or hating it there. He seems like he cares about being there. Um, I don't know. I don't know why he wouldn't re-sign. Okay. Talk about a guy frustrated with losing. My God. He's never won anything. <laughs> um, and they're not going to win this year. He's not going to resign in another situation to a place where there's no guarantee that Anthony Davis is going to stay beyond 2021. So that's two seasons after the season. He's not going to sign there. He's going to go probably somewhere, maybe with LeBron, maybe with Paul George in LA. I could see him joining up another superstar. I don't see there's any chance of him staying here, especially with Anthony Davis saying things like this. They're very cryptic. He's like, I want to win. I don't know where that is. You know, I just don't see it. I don't see how he's going to stay. I don't see why he would stay. He's already lost enough. Where does he go? I just said, like, he probably goes. No, he doesn't have uh, I can see him joining Paul up with LeBron George. or joining up with Paul George in Los Angeles. I just don't see him staying. So, how do you. So, are you saying all three of them are going to go, or DeMarcus and one of those guys? Oh, I, I don't think that all three of them could go. Two of them can't go to LA. They it don't would, have the cap money to do that. It would be really weird. I mean,. I mean, I'm sure they could make it work if they're hell-bent on doing it, but it would be really weird to see LeBron go to L.A. because they got DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> I mean, he's said in interviews that he thinks DeMarcus Cousins is the best big man in the NBA, so it wouldn't be that surprising. Does he know that he's playing with Kevin Love right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he likes Kevin Love much. He's having a good year. Uh, I don't know. I think that the Lakers as an organization like, pride themselves on, like, class and level-headedness and i don't think that magic johnson is a fan of demarcus cousin and his antics and i are you crazy uh no the lakers have the best the ratings lakers, in the league regardless of who's on their team why would they swing for demarcus cousins the lakers the lakers would love to have demarcus cousins they try to trade for him according I mean, to whom when they they were they were they were trying to trade for him. The Kings did not. Then the Kings declined the trade because they liked Buddy like Hill better. Like two or three years ago, there was rumors about a D'Angelo Russell trade. Mm. Yeah, the year. No, I'm talking about the year he got traded to New Orleans last year. The Lakers were on the the calls. They just wanted. Brandon oh yeah, Martin right. That's why they fired Kupchak because he couldn't get that deal done. Yeah. Exactly. They want Demarcus Cousins. I can't. I mean, I could see it happening because the Lakers are just always star hungry. And yeah, they're star hungry. They they have a legacy of big men. They would love to have broken cousins there. Oh, uh, I mean, they can't get cousins and Paul George. They have to like. <laughs> they could if they actually they can. They can free up space. They have to get rid of all these contract words. Yeah, they're gonna have to seriously gut the roster to the point where like the only players on the team left are like Lonzo and maybe Brandon Ingram. It's all you need, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. 
Let's see. Anything else to say about that? Trent, are there any other options for DeMarcus Cousins besides the Lakers? Where can you realistically see him going after this year? I mean, I don't I don't know all the teams the cap space off the top of my head. Um, I'd have to look. You know where else he could go? To put where? Don't say another <laughs> another two front court big men with range. San Antonio? No, man. I'm talking about Chicago with Nikola Mirotic. <laughs> I thought you meant with Laurie Markkinen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, now they're super stacked with Markkinen, Mirotic, and Portis all playing well. <laughs> Don't forget Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn's playing really well, too. Yeah. They won six in a row. What the fuck? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. But I don't know. Um, it doesn't really make any sense. I don't think that... I don't think there are any good teams that are out there in the market for DeMarcus Cousins that's going to improve his situation and suddenly make him a winning situation. Yeah, I need to look up who else has cap room because the only teams I know that for sure have cap room are the Lakers and Bulls. And there's, like, other, like, trash teams who have cap space. So I don't know if he wants to just, like, (laughs) just mail it in and, like, sign a max with one of the trash teams. I don't know. I don't know. What? Trent, how many games do you think a team with Lonzo... Paul George, DeMarcus Cousins, and eight randos can win. Because I don't think that that team... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, Brandon Ingram will probably be on the no, team, they, too. They, I don't... They have they, to trade Brandon Ingram to get off Timothy Moscow. <laughs> Once we get closer to the summer, we can have a legit off-season preview where we crunch the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> they, already, they already traded Moscow. Oh, yeah, they already got rid of Moscow. Yeah, Brooke Lopez's contract comes off the books. All they have to do is stretch Luau Dang, and they theoretically could have the cap space with a few more moves. I don't. It's not that <laughs> you just yada 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 like thirty million in salary just now. With a few more moves, they have to get rid of Clarkson and Nance and a bunch of other people. Clarkson people will people will take Clarkson and Nance. People will That's take not that Jordan Clarkson for fourteen million a season. Fuck no. Somebody would take that deal. Team? Somebody would take that deal. <laughs> no, there's no way. That's not that bad. All right, well, let's move on from this. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, again, I have to look at to see who has cap room, but I feel like we're getting to the point where we can't just say someone will take that contract because even teams who would take that contract are pretty strapped right now. They used to be Brooklyn. That, Brooklyn doesn't want that contract. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't even if they wanted to anymore. I mean, you could, like, dump them off to places like Chicago or Sacramento, but I'm not sure how willing they are to do something like that. I'm not saying that it's impossible, but the options are way more limited now compared to the last couple summers. <clears throat> sure, sure. You guys are right. Boogie and Davis are going to stay in New Orleans where their best teammate is Drew Holiday, who makes <laughs> obscenely, obscene amounts of okay, money, why, why and they don't win anything for the next 10 years. leave a situation where he at least is there already to go to the place where his second best teammate is Lonzo Ball? <laughs> I just, I just laid Paul out George. all this scenario. <laughs> there there no, was a I scenario where Paul George and LeBron go to L.A., and no one is batting an eye at that. So what's no, the people difference are batting an eye about Cousins that. People have been talking about that since it was even remotely suggested that there's no way the math works. LeBron is not taking a pay cut to go play with Paul George and fucking Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Maybe Boogie Cousins is. Then why? They're not going to win. Because <laughs> it's L.A., bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, L.A., better situation. I mean, come on, man. I'm not the Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday. Those guys, those guys, are, they are already known commodities. Drew Holiday's not going to get any better. At least with Lonzo and Ingram, they have a chance to get yeah, better. But why would you leave Anthony Davis for a guy who's worse than Anthony Davis? 
Because the situation is not working now. It's not going to work. It hasn't worked. I mean, they're 500 right now. Oh, yeah, 500. I that's, mean, that's, the West is yeah, terrible. That's, that's the story of Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins' career. I think the fourth place in the West is like three games above 500 right now. Right now. Yeah, and they're 500 right now. <laughs> I just, yeah. I don't... All right, they're going to be mediocre for the rest of their careers. <laughs> Great. Never make a move, guys. Just stay still. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just asking you questions because I value your opinion, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to get some fun. And I'm, I'm pretty surprised neither of you brought it up, but I simply think that he's going to stay because New Orleans can offer him the biggest max. So. I, think I mean, I think he's going to stay. Possible. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, then, so from one shitty team to another, <laughs> we go to what we were supposed to cover in the last podcast before it fucking crashed. Oh, uh, yeah, guys, the last podcast crashed. I tweeted it, but I didn't tweet it very many times. Um, we had recorded for, like, an hour, and then John's computer shot a blue screen. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were talking about OKC in Minnesota and why they haven't been nearly as good as many predicted that they would be. What has OKC oh. done in the past week? They won a game. Right? I I don't remember, but uh, let me see here. Yeah, they're fifteen and fifteen. Yeah, five hundred. The Wolves are like what, like a like three four games above five hundred, I think. Let's see, pulling up the standings now. Uh, this thing would load. Oh God, damn it! They beat the Nuggets by one. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Oklahoma's uh, currently the seventh seed at 500, 15 and 15, and Minnesota is the fourth seed at 18 and 13. Um, so we were talking a little bit. Let's 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 go with OKC first because I know you guys love right. talking about OKC. <laughs> love it. Okay, so um, I guess we could just start it off with um. What you guys have seen as what has been the biggest problem with OKC so far? Is this a fact or fiction question, or are you just asking? Uh, we can we can get to the fact or fiction, or unless you just want to talk for a no, while. No, no, no. I'll, I'll talk generally yeah. because uh, I want to say like there's a obviously it's not just one thing. It, it never is. Um, but I think Westbrook is more or less pretty much the same. He's just shooting worse, which is odd because you'd think with more talent he would shoot. He's better. six for six tonight. Um, in the first quarter. He's He's 6-for-6 tonight in the first quarter, and he had 38 points in the last game. Hook my fantasy team up, Russ Westbrook. Let's go. And the triple doubles. Um, um, I think the biggest issue to me is that they are using Carmelo Anthony as if he's, like, five years younger than he is. Um, They're not using him, like, sport. They're not using him as a floor spacer. They're using him as, like, a go-to option. And it reminds me of Kobe Bryant toward the end of his career. Um, just ISOing guys, the elbow. He doesn't have the same lift, doesn't have the same uh, first step. He's not getting the shots that he would normally get, but he's still shooting the same shots. Um, and I think that's the main issue. And I don't know if they can fix it because, like Kobe, Melo sort of has been the go-to guy's whole, whole career, and Kobe never adapted. Um, so I'm not sure if Melo can or if this is the right situation for him to adapt. Um, I think they have to start using him at the three-point line more. They have to start using him as the role man more. And they have to get away from him isoing at the elbow. He's not Kevin Love. Um, he's just not that guy right now. He 
I don't know if he can be that guy anymore. And they have to stop trying that offense. This just doesn't work. It's just not working for them. Does he have to come off the bench, Carmelo? I don't think he. Had to, I don't think he has to come off the bench. Um, I think if you stagger their minutes correctly and use him as a floor spacer, then I don't think it matters when he plays. I just think that you know, because I, I think if you if you bring him off the bench, it's going to be more of the same. It's going to be more him at the elbow with the second unit. Um, trying to score one-on-one all the time. I don't think that that's how you use him, regardless of when he comes in the game. I think you have to use him as a as a stretch four at this point in his career. Will? Uh, I think the defender are going to be fine. I think that they're going to figure it out here. Hot take. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a hot take. Um, it's not. I think that the problem has been simply that Westbrook wasn't shooting well. And this is going to be the third game in a row that he's shot really, really well. And I did some number crunching the other day, like a big dork. And I put in all of Westbrook's career stats and his shooting percentages, and then I found the standard deviation between those things. And he's way out of it right now with how bad he's shooting. So he's due for a bounce back like over the next 10 or 15 games to get back up near career averages, or at least in the safe ranges. And so I think that that is just this. He just like had a poor start. I think that he realizes now that he's just going to have to score 30 or 35 a game and that Carmelo is not as good. I want to give Russell Westbrook credit and think that maybe he was trying to see if Carmelo still had it. And I think everyone, Paul George, Billy Donovan, Russell Westbrook, everyone with eyes, uh, Michael Beasley, Ron Baker, everyone knows that Carmelo's washed now. So I think that Carmelo is just going to be like a glorified sixth man who starts. And Patrick Patterson is finally playing normally. And the other day, they started Alex Abrinas. And I think that if they play more Alex Abrinas and Patrick Patterson, they'll be absolutely fine. I think they're going to get fucking dusted in the first round. Wait, say say again. OKC's going to be fine. OKC's going to be fine. (laughs) 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 Okay. I mean, it it upsets me. (laughs) I want them to, like, lose and, like, have to trade Paul George, but honestly, I think that they're going to, like, stick around, like, five to ten games above 500 for the rest of the season. Okay, so my first question I had was, um, let's see, who answered first the last time? Uh, I think Will. Okay, so Trent, fact or fiction? Wait, who won the second fact or fiction? Uh. About Boogie. About Boogie. (laughs) That one was a tie because y'all were just yelling at each other and it made me sad. <laughs> Everyone uh, loses. <laughs> okay, Russell Westbrook's possessive tendencies are a bigger issue than Carmelo's decline. Uh, fiction. Fiction, also. Okay, why is that? Do you want to go ahead? Because uh, he's the best player on the team and their best chance to win is still him jacking 25 shots a game. Um, I think that he has to maintain a threat Offensively, I didn't like when he was only shooting like 10 times a game. I did, it didn't really make any sense to me because, like, to me, he's not a threat as a passer so much. He's more of a threat as a guy that's going to get a rebound, run down the court full speed, breakneck pace, and uh, shoot quick shots and be a threat basically for 48 minutes. And even though I don't find that style of play necessarily aesthetically pleasing, he is thre- he's more threatening when he's being aggressive and trying to score. And I think that a lot of his passing comes off his ability to score. So if he's dialing it back for Carmelo Anthony, it doesn't really make sense to me. And I think that the Thunder, like what Will said, to piggyback off of what Will said, um, they've been better lately because he's been doing more things like he did last season. I'm having trouble understanding 
Um, who's supposed to be, like, the guy known for distribution? It's like, you just, because, I mean, Carmelo's not going to be that guy. You just said that Russell Westbrook needs to get back to shooting like he shot before. Not necessarily like a black hole on offense, but he just needs to shoot more because he's arguably the best player on the team. Is that supposed to be up to Paul George? Or who is that for? David Paul George isn't good at that. Particularly. No, I just think that the team. I mean, I, I think, I think, I think it's still Russ Westbrook. I mean, he has to do. And this is going to be funny. He has to do what Harden did last season. He has to be the leading scorer and the leading assist guy, and uh, he has to make that work. And will it work? I don't know. But I don't think that he's a bigger problem than Carmelo. Um, Can you? And I think that he he needs to be possessive. He needs to be. He needs to have the ball in his hand. Can you do something like that with what James Harden did in pretty much? any scenario with more than one star who needs touches because I mean James Harden was able to do that because he didn't have like a clear second star and even with Chris Paul Chris Paul is completely okay with deferring to James Harden and that I I, that doesn't feel right to say that he that Paul George and Carmelo Anthony should follow suit as to what the Rockets are doing not just well Paul George is go ahead um not just not to say that like that they can't do it, it just feels like they shouldn't. Like it, it doesn't feel like that would be the proper utilization of those guys. Well, Melo definitely should because he's washed. <laughs> he stay behind the three point line. He stay behind the three point line. Be a role man and shoot threes. Um, and Paul George is really good off ball, so I don't think it's that big of adjustment for him. And uh, he's gone anyway. The <laughs> okay, Will. Um, I think the answer to your question is dependent on if we're talking about the regular season or the playoffs. In the regular season, Carmelo is a bigger problem. In the playoffs, Westbrook is a bigger problem. Why do I say that? Um, In the regular season, Westbrook playing like a a possessive, crazy asshole and taking 50 shots and refusing to pass and looking people off is going to be great. They're going to beat the Atlantas and the Denvers and the Chicagos of the world. They're going to beat all the teams. Not this new Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not this new Chicago. But they're going to beat all the teams that are average or worse. And they're going to lose to all of the good teams. And in the playoffs, that's not going to work. They're going to lose in five games to whoever they play if he plays like that. Unless they can get up to like fourth spot in the league, which I don't think that they can. All right, so Westbrook's thing is going to work for now. But if he keeps doing it in the playoffs, it's not going to work. For one, he's going to be tired. But... That stat hunting bullshit doesn't work in the playoffs. And he's not a good enough shooter to keep it up. Yeah. He's not going to have 35 shot attempts in a playoff game. Yeah, yeah, okay. Trent, do you have any response to that? I mean, if you're going to start dividing the regular season playoffs in these questions, then, I mean, I agree with Will. I think what he said was 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 accurate. I think that Westbrook, that is proven. That style of play doesn't work in the playoffs because defenses can pack the paint and make it really difficult on him, especially if Melo's playing like garbage, which he has. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, you know, I think that's accurate, but, you know, yeah. I don't have any, anything to add. I'm not arguing with that. That's a good point. Okay. Trent. Trent Johnson. Yeah. Fact or fiction, Paul George will finish the season with the Thunder. Um, Fact. Explain. Uh, I, 
I think that they're going to be good enough to where that Pressy won't pull the trigger and trade him. I, I think that uh, they'll probably be you know right around 50 wins, 48 to 50 wins. Um, I think that that's good enough for them to say we have a chance to make it in the playoffs. Wait, did did you did a, you say Sam Presti? I could have sworn I heard Peter Vesey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said I said Sam. Okay, Presti, never mind. It's, it's I'm okay. sorry. Go on. Um, if I did say Peter Vesey, then you know, leave it in there. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it make it no. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, so I, I think if they if they go 48, 48 to fifty two wins, I think that you know that's good enough for them to make it as a four or five seed, and then to maybe make some noise or to think that they can make some noise in the playoffs. And I think it would be stupid to trade Paul George at that point, because um, if you do make a run to the Western Conference Finals, then you have a chance uh, to keep him, I guess. Um, so I don't think that he gets traded. I think that that's it'll be too soon. All right, the trade deadline is seven weeks away so you think that they're going to show enough in the next seven weeks to retain him knowing that they full well could lose him for nothing uh yeah i, I think that I, I think that they'll keep him i, I don't think he gets right. traded well um i don't think he gets traded simply because he doesn't have any value um like not a lot of teams are going to play pay a premium for a half season of paul george when they know he's not going to resign, he's like buying summer houses in LA right now. <laughs> like, yeah, I have a dream trade scenario though for this. Um, okay, just to you derail said... my point. Um, no, 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 I don't. I don't want Paul George. Um, <laughs> you don't? No, nah, man, he's got weak legs. <laughs> Can you imagine him instead of? Ariza? Yeah, I mean, he's like what? the richest man's version of Ariza. Yeah, uh, but no, I think he's the, the top point zero one percent on this new tax bill, Ariza. <laughs> um, he's the Bob Corker, Ariza. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want the Cavs to trade Isaiah Thomas for Paul George. So yeah, there's see. like no chance. I mean, I, I think that the Thunder would just be sacrificing their forever defense, but they would be like a really fun like go go team. If they had a backcourt of Russell Westbrook and Isaiah Thomas, then they could actually play Andre Roberson, and it wouldn't even matter. I was thinking about that, Paul George to the Cavs, but I was thinking just... Like Jay Crowder. Highlight highlight it with the Brooklyn pick, and then just negotiate to see what's the lowest package of players that they would be willing to accept along with the Brooklyn pick. It's like the the poo-poo platter. I think they could send George and Carmelo to the Cavs. Damn. For Kevin Love, the Brooklyn pick, and Jake Crowder. I think they're the Cavs, yes, to that. Does LeBron want Melo, though? Look at how bad he's playing. LeBron accepted Derrick Rose. <laughs> so, yes. did sign Derrick Rose. They did do that. And, and then the, he retired the Cavs, for like two like, weeks. still have some relevance if Melo's there. Melo and Isaiah Thomas in the East probably gets you an eight seed. <laughs> I mean, that's... Hmm. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, there is that. I don't know. I mean, Carmelo definitely wouldn't re-sign with Cleveland. He's, he would be there for one more year, assuming he opts well, in. I think he would opt in. Uh, no one's giving him twenty-five. No one's giving him twenty-six million. Yeah, but I mean, like he got clowned by Michael Beasley he... on national TV. <laughs> Do you think he would stay in Cleveland if LeBron left? I think that he would stay for one season for the $26 million, yeah. 
<laughs> or you can pull a Dwayne Wade and opt in and then ask for a buyout. <laughs> Carmelo's definitely not opposed to that. He opts in and then he's like, I'm hurt all yeah. season. Yeah, I mean, he's done that move like three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I don't think that the I think that the Thunder are gonna go like fourteen and six over the next twenty games. I think they're gonna beat Houston on. <laughs> I'm if the Rockets don't lose to the Lakers tonight, I'd be willing to stake Which a the, lot of it money. It looks like they might. <laughs> no, I mean it doesn't matter. Let's talk briefly about the Rockets. Sure. <laughs> they look like they might lose right now, which is a thing that has happened several times over the last ten games. And then they just decide at some point in the game. Either Chris Paul decides, or James Harden decides, or the other night against the Jazz, Eric Gordon decides that, you know what, I don't feel like losing. And then Eric Gordon makes five threes in the fourth quarter. And somehow they go from being down eight to winning by 21. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, Kyle Kuzma's eating the Rockets up tonight. Is, is he? Well, yeah, he's being guarded by Ryan Anderson. Oh, fucking Capella's not playing. Yeah, Clint didn't play, and, and Bob Mute's not playing because he's still out. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, I'd rather the Rockets lose tonight than Christmas. Yeah, I'd like them to beat OKC because it'd be funny. But those things don't happen for Houston that often. Usually they lose the game, but you want them to win the most. Yeah, all right, so where are we at? What are we at? Um, I mean, I... I don't know. I feel like there's still a real chance that Paul George can be traded because I feel like to have any chance of keeping him, you have to make a really, really competitive run in the playoffs. And this team does not look like it's going to make a really competitive run in the playoffs. It looks like they're maybe going to get blown out in the second round. Like, I just, I don't... You think that they can make the second round? Depends on the matchup. Yeah, I mean, again, it depends on the matchup. Like, you probably beat Minnesota. Like, yeah, best case, <laughs> best case scenario. Could they? Best case scenario, they they beat Minnesota in like seven, and then they get their shit kicked in by whoever they face <laughs> next. I mean, I think that they could probably beat Minnesota or Denver or Portland. There's just like the the West isn't very good. As long as they finish higher than sixth, I think they'll be fine. You know who they would lose to in Will's eyes? Who? They would lose to Boogie and Davis. <laughs> I think that that's a really tough series for them. <laughs> Who the fuck is guarding oh, Anthony is. Davis? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Paul George? Uh, Carmelo! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Paul, probably Paul George. Okay, Paul George is going to get shit on. <laughs> I remember Man. this was exactly the scenario when he was in Indiana and they wanted to make Paul George into the power forward. His yeah. first game was against Anthony Davis, and he said, nope, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis will remind you that he can score 40 points if you put Paul George on him. And if you put Steven Adams on him, DeMarcus Cousins will literally average 50 points a game. <laughs> That's an awful matchup. For He'll get ejected game. out of three or four games, though, because <laughs> Steven Adams will get under his skin. <laughs> I want that series to happen now, because I think the Pelicans would fucking win. Who's going to, like... Drew Holiday would eat in that series. There's, who's, Stop. Russell Westbrook's going to be guarding him. And by guarding him, no, I mean Andre sitting Robertson there. Andre Roberson would probably be guarding who, him. Who will be then? Roberson. Andre Roberson. Roberson can't play. He can play against them. Yeah, it, not the Pelicans good. aren't the kind of team to make the Thunder pay for playing Andre Roberson. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Then Westbrook's going to have to guard uh, somebody like Etwan Moore, and Etwan Moore's just going to take three after three. 
And if he hits... Are you really saying Etwan Moore would eat on Russell Westbrook? Come on, Russell man. Westbrook is a god-awful defender who's going to get put in screen after screen by Cousins and Davis. I'm, I'm tired of Will standing for the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> move on. 13 <laughs> points on 53% shooting and 46 from three. That's Etwan Moore's line this yeah, year. <laughs> <He's> a... <laughs> Let's move on. I can't... You know, the, the Thunder right now, if you offered... Uh, like, if they could, under the table, offer $5 million and Andre Roberson sorry-ass for Etuan Moore, they would do it in a second. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he fits the roster better. That's not the point. That's I mean, I, my point is that if you stat, you're, you have to stash Westbrook on somebody, Etuan Moore is tall enough to shoot over him. All right, so everybody, everybody that listens to the pod, <laughs> send... Uh, Will some New Orleans Pelicans All 11 gear. of you. Yeah, I like the Pelicans gear. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, they have the worst. The only problem the with having Trent on the podcast is that we lose 8% of our listeners. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he is 8%. No, 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 because Trent, there's only 12 listeners. So when you're on, there's only 11, and that's 8%. <laughs> I listen to ours when they're good. This one's not. I'll probably one. We've been arguing, so it's kind of funny. Let's yeah. see. Okay. All right then. Um, any other thoughts? What is is Billy Donovan? Should Billy Donovan be the coach of this team? By the time the OKC is like actually good again, will be, Billy Donovan still be the coach? Yeah, because Clay Bennett's the cheapest son of a bitch in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not going to pay two coaches. I don't. How long is the contract go for? I don't know. Uh. I assume a, a while. Still, it's only been two years. It's got to be at least four for them for him to have quit Florida. Let me see. Is... I don't think it matters. Um, I don't think I don't think it matters what coach it is. I don't think it's him. I don't think it's necessarily a him problem. I mean, I think that but he's a bad he's great, coach, but I don't but think he's like that yeah, bad. I don't, either. I don't think that another coach is going to come in and do like a way better job. It was a five-year deal. Yeah. He's on year three. Okay, so he's got two more after this year. How much is it per year? Five million. Uh, I I don't know. Let me see. It might Thir- thirty million over five. Okay, so it's six million a year. Yeah, there's no way that Clay Bennett throws twelve million down the drain to pay another coach. Yeah, I don't I don't see him getting fired. I I don't, and like I said, I don't think it matters that much. I think he's saying the right things. Just this team doesn't really care what he says. Maybe that's bad. I don't know. I don't I don't know if Westbrook's gonna move off ball with any coach. Yeah. Tracy McGrady recently said that this that this stuff is Billy Donovan's oh, fault. Yeah. You know. <laughs> he said on the on the jump he said a lot of this is Billy Donovan's fault. He has to implement a system for these guys, a strategy that works. Look at how D'Antoni, if you look at how the Rockets play and how he uses Paul and Harden, they don't even really play together that much until the fourth quarter. He has to figure out a system that works for these guys. Okay, but Westbrook literally passes the ball and then just stands yeah. there. Like this, that I mean there. I don't. It doesn't matter. There's no way that that Donovan's offense calls for Westbrook to just stand there with his hands on his knees. There's no Can way. Can we talk about the jump like, for a second? I guess so. Like parts of the oh, jump man. are really good, like Rachel Nichols and Zach Lowe, and then parts are really, really, really bad, like Scotty Pippen and Tracy McGrady. I think it's funny when they get <laughs> bad takes. Did you see that <laughs> Scotty Pippen said today that LeBron wasn't better than him because he doesn't have six rings? Something like that. Yeah. I mean, did he say that with, like, a smile on his I face? I just saw the quote. Joking? I didn't see the video. I hope he wasn't serious. <laughs> I mean, he could have been serious. It's impossible. Okay. Y'all have anything else to say about OKC, or should we move on to Minnesota? 
Um, I just want to say that Russell Westbrook's a little bitch, and I hope he tears his ACL. <laughs> wow, that is really harsh, man. I, I hope he gets a triple-double tonight, and somehow they lose to the Jazz. <laughs> he's on my fantasy team, so I'm all it's I'm okay. Cool Five on my fantasy I players are injured. injured. I can't take another. Bro, injury. you gotta show some respect for the reigning MVP. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Minnesota. Um, they're not good. <laughs> Just uh, an update: the Rockets are down by twenty with nine minutes left in the second quarter, and they've so already who? given up. 46 points to it's the Lakers. A, to the Lakers. Who's scoring on the Lakers? Uh, Kyle Kuzma has 16 points. Kuzma. Yeah. And Corey Brewer has 9. Corey Brewer. How did... Ah, oh man. Corey Brewer revenge him. Yep. Yep. Shouldn't have let him go. <laughs> I'm so glad that hey, Corey, man, Brewer, Corey Brewer was so Rockets. bad the year they got rid of him, though. <laughs> and, the, and the year before. He was and terrible. And Harden, Paul, and Gordon are a combined 3 for 14. Which is Looking like OKC out there. <laughs> Something tells me that this lead won't stay this big. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, uh, the Minnesota Timber shits. <laughs> yeah, not that good. The Minnesota Timberwolves. But I mean, they've they've been wow. they've been playing somewhat better. They're eighteen and thirteen. They're the fourth seed. They uh, let me see. I need to look up. I don't know where they stand on their rankings, but for the majority of the season, they were among the worst teams in defensive rating. One of the one of the which doesn't make any sense at all because. Their coach, Tom Thibodeau, obviously has a has a history of being one of the best defensive coaches in the league, and um, I don't know. I just don't understand what Trent. How, how is Trent? How is this possible? How is the one of the best defensive coaches in the league running a team with the worst defense? The dude plays people 45 minutes a game. <laughs> is, that a, is that a problem? <laughs> How are you supposed to maintain defensive intensity when you never get a break? Yeah. I mean, that's been a problem his whole career. Bro, uh, you gotta show also, me the like, you gotta show me the data that shows that playing players this much is bad. <laughs> this is why it's it's these kinds of people that tick me off talking about how they need uh, to rest players. You're trying to convince me that smoking is bad, <laughs> and that John, sugar, and that sugar is the real problem in my diet. <laughs> is that is that Charles Barkley in that the podcast? Oh my um, god! And also, perhaps, and no one has really brought this up, but perhaps maybe his defensive uh, philosophies are a little antiquated at this point. Um, I think that some, that's something that people need to start considering because, yeah, this team doesn't play very good defense. Um, although I don't, I, I want to pump the brakes a little bit. They're only, they're eighteen and thirteen. They're not that bad. Yeah, yeah, they're not that bad. I just, I just worry though because last year they were really, really disappointing. I think finished like tenth in the West, and then I mean they've gone on a bit of. Let me see, what are they in their last ten? They're six and four in their last ten, and I just, I don't. They're only five games above five hundred. I'm, I'm wondering if like this steady uptick is more representative of who they are or if they're going to fall back to earth. They're going to fall back to earth. Can I just read you four <laughs> numbers really quick? Sure. 48, 35, 41, 40. Those you are good those numbers. Four numbers are? <laughs> those are the minute I counts in the last four games that Carl Anthony Towns has played. In the last yeah. four games, he's played 177 minutes. That's... Yeah. 
Well, first of all, my math is wrong. He's played 167 minutes in four games. He's averaging <laughs> 42 minutes a game in those four games. Only one of those is an overtime game. He's played 40 minutes three times out of four. Are they lacking that much in depth? Does he really he need to do that? Because uh, Georgie Dang is garbage. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean. He wasn't. He is now. He wasn't garbage. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, Dang didn't used to be garbage. I mean, didn't they sign Cole Aldridge to be, like, a decent backup center? Like, why? <laughs> Bro, it's took a big swing at Tobo Chico. You can't say they signed Cole Aldridge. Is, is Thibodeau still the GM also? Yes. That, that would explain that. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. Well, that's why. Which brings me to my first question. Trent, fact or fiction, Coach yes. Tibbs is a bigger threat than would... President Tibbs. Uh, False. Ooh, do you tell? No, I went first last time. Let him go first. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think that's true. <laughs> I think that if I was the owner of the Timberwolves, I would give him a very strict instructions that none of the players in the starting lineup are to play more than 37 minutes a game anymore. And if he violated it, I would fire him. I would make an addendum to his contract. This is like, it's literally proven now. That it shortens players' careers and it lowers their value long term. Like Luol Deng is like a corpse running around at this point. Joakim Noah is basically out of the league. These are the guys that he like destroyed their careers. Mm-hmm. He's doing it to Carl Anthony Downs and Jimmy Butler and Andrew Wiggins. Like it's malpractice at this point. It's so far beyond what everyone else in the NBA is doing that I would never ever want to play for him. I think that those guys are going to get out of there the first chance they get, other than Wiggins because he cashed out. <laughs> well, he'll be fired before you yeah. leave. But... Trent, but you disagree. You think President Tibbs is the bigger issue here? President Tibbs is terrible. And I think that because of a lack of depth, he is he Coach Tibbs believes he needs to pay these guys 42, 45 minutes a game. And I think that <clears throat> President Tibbs is more damaging because – uh, shit, I lost my thought. <laughs> uh, this is bad. I literally just blanked. I had an argument. Is he the next Doc Rivers? That's yeah. I was gonna say like we've seen coaches that do play that play players normal minutes that are such bad GMs that they uh, always struggle to find the fifth guy. And I, uh, I think this is another scenario like bullshit. that. Bullshit. Bullshit. What the fuck? <laughs> like, legitimately, like, I was, like, looking at Twitter, and then you said that they struggle to find the fifth guy. Um, can... I said, like Doc Rivers. Yeah, like but, that, like, like you know, are you suggesting the that the Timberwolves don't have five guys right now? I mean, they have five. I mean, they have no bench, Yeah, though. yeah, but you're saying they bench. struggle to find the fifth guy, and Jeff Teague is on their no, team No, I was still, using right? that as an example. I was using that okay, as an example. Okay, I, 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 I thought you were trying to say that they didn't have five good players. The problem is they only have five good players. Exactly, and part of that is his job. President Tibbs is supposed to put together a roster that is useful, and he can't. He can only find five guys that are Okay, but Doc Rivers couldn't find five was his problem, is he couldn't ever actually find the five. Five, four, doesn't, okay, you're not, whatever. The point is. (laughs) I don't think you know the the point. The point is, the point is, President Tibbs has constructed a terrible roster. A terrible roster of starting five rivals, the other best teams in the league. Okay, but that's it, though. 
And it takes more than five guys to win games. And if your job is to put together a 12-man roster that's competitive, you have not done your job if you only have five that you're willing no, to play. No, I mean, he just needs to stagger his fucking guys and not play them for 40 minutes a game. Who's he going to put out there? Shabazz Muhammad? Yeah. <laughs> no. That's bad. If that's your argument, then I Josh win. Josh Smith is available. President... And he gave money to Shabazz, but he re-signed Shabazz Muhammad, gave money to him. Yeah. He gave money to uh, Cole Aldridge. These guys are unplayable NBA players. Shabazz Muhammad's okay. not unplayable. He's just got a minus 20 net rating. <laughs> okay. He's just unplayable right. if you want to win. <laughs> I read I read, I read okay, my but case. Shabazz Muhammad's net rating would be better if he wasn't playing with Tyus Jones and Cole Aldridge and Georgie Dang and Bialica. If, you know, some of hey, the well, starters keep stayed talking. on the court. Keep talking. Keep talking, because you're making my case for me. This is the roster he's constructed. I, I mean, I get that, but lots of teams have a shallow bench that are not this bad. He just plays all five starters for 41 minutes. He doesn't try other lineups. Because they're not any good. Come on, Will. Know, when he had Taj Gibson and Omar Ashik in Chicago, he played them. <laughs> Omar Ashik. I can't believe he's still getting this it. Is, okay, now. this is before before he was watched. Yeah, he was right. actually he was okay in on Chicago. Chicago so. <laughs> I think that, like, normally, like, the phenomenon of players changing their birth dates is, like, associated with Latin American or African players. I think Omar Ashik is, like, 50 years old, and he's, like, <laughs> got a false birth certificate. <laughs> It's amazing that he's still in the league. How is, what the hell is that contract? It feels like we've been talking about how that's a bad contract for yeah, a decade it's now. Like, it's $12 million a year, right? Like, seriously, though. Like, uh, I know that Coach Tibbs gets a lot of flack, and he should. But to be fair, if you go back to that Derrick Rose Chicago team, he had Kyle Korver, uh, he had Kyle Korver Taj Gibson, and Omar Ashik coming off the bench. That was an eight-man rotation. He used all eight guys. So there is precedent of him using more guys than you know his starters. But he's such a bad GM that he can't even find six guys that he's willing to play. Yeah, I mean, I think that they should trade Wiggins for, like, three rotation guys. I think it's probably too late. I don't... Does anyone take that Wiggins deal? Uh, I mean, they probably, I think if yeah, you offer but, the Lakers but, Wiggins for, like, Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, and a draft pick that they say yes. Uh, okay. That's an interesting pick. I, that's an interesting All pick. All right, I got to pause real quick. Just to firstly say that Omera Sheik still has another year on his deal after <laughs> Yes. Omera Sheik, keep cashing One more checks. guaranteed year on his deal, and then he has an early termination option. Wait, wait, does he determine that, or does the team determine that when you have an early termination option? Del Dims somehow has... I wish that I am at a point in my life where I'm fortunate to suck at my job as bad as Del Dims and still continue to get paid. Oh, well, they're still going to... I think it's up to him to opt in, but they're still going to cut him regardless because he's owed $12 million, but is only guaranteed three. So okay, yeah, either way, he's going he's gonna to be out of there after next season. <laughs> but uh, And you guys think that Boogie's going to resign <laughs> Do they not have a stretch proof? Oh, that's, that's, Tom Benson's the owner. He's too cheap to stretch anymore. <laughs> yeah, they could stretch him, but at this point, I would just take Tom the hit. Tom Benson, corpse. <laughs> this is too cheap to stretch, Omer Sheik. Okay, the, the next question that I had, I guess uh, I'll get back to Will on this because he was already talking about it. My question was, the Wolves should look into trading Andrew Wiggins. Yes. Why? Uh, because he's, for one, he's good stats, bad team guy, and he's currently on a team that's trying to be good. He's a terrible defender. 
he's the only guy on their team that I would trade that has value. Um, Shooting the worst he's ever shot. 43% is his career worst. Um, just a shade under 30% from three, worst of his career. Mm. 18 points a game, which is the worst it's been in the past three years, only better than his rookie year. Yeah, I think that he's having a lot of trouble adjusting to suddenly being on a team where there's a second guy who's very clearly better than him. And shit, Are you talking about Towns or Butler? <laughs> well, Butler... Both of them both are better. Both better than him, but I think the fact that Butler is there is like showing him, oh, this guy is like stealing all of my shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was... I just don't know how many teams want him. Like, I think that the Lakers would only do that if they don't think that they can get Paul George or LeBron. And I don't think they're ready to go to that point. Um, I could see that as being like a consolation option. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousins I, and I, Andrew I Wiggins in L.A. next year. <laughs> I can dig it. I mean, that team will be competing for the eighth seed every year. <laughs> Maybe. Just like New Orleans. That's the goal. <laughs> Lakers and Pelicans fighting for the eighth spot next year. Um, I could see, like, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas is a, Dallas yeah, Dallas is another team that's going to have cast space, I think. And if I was the Timberwolves and I was offered Harrison Barnes for Andrew Wiggins, I would, like, say yes faster than is humanly possible. Dallas wouldn't do that, though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't. I think Because they I like mean, Harrison Barnes. Wiggins, but Wiggins has, well, Wiggins has more upside. Yeah, he's way higher upside than Barnes. Yeah. Barnes is getting better, but I think that he fits in way better with Minnesota than he does trying to carry a team in Dallas. Put Wiggins in place of Barnes. I think that's at best a lateral move for Dallas. I think they should try to get Wiggins for everything else on the roster, except for Dennis Smith. Yeah, yeah, but there's nothing else on the roster. <laughs> that's there's, not my problem. There's nothing else I want on the Timberwolves other than trade, future there's draft trade. picks. <laughs> Maybe they'll trade Nerlens Hot Dog Noel. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, so, I mean the Hot Dog Man could go there. You know what? It like really distresses me that. Jaleel Okafor and Nick Stauskas, two guys who potentially could have played, are not sitting on the Minnesota Timberwolves right now. You know? I guess, like, New Jersey was able to actually offer a player who can play in exchange, but, like, if Thibodeau, the GM, like, has to be, like, shit on a little bit, because here's a guy that team's yeah, trying to give away. Yeah, making my case. They're trying to Dang, give away Will. Jaleel Okafor. It's not like your defense yeah. is good with Carl Anthony Towns. The only defender in the league may be worse than him is Okafor. I think I win by default because Will keeps making my case for me. I just think you're undervaluing how shitty of a coach he is. <laughs> and I know I, I hey, have the it wasn't... He's saying that he's a very good coach, you know? I, I, yeah. I honestly thought that, like, all this time away from basketball, he was going to learn to not play the guys so much. Nope. No. <laughs> he was going to develop into his final form as, as a basketball coach. <laughs> he's like a global warming denier. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could, believe, especially with that voice of his, I could see him denying like, global he, warming. He's like trying to get them to dig for more coal. <laughs> see, Trent, do you think they should he's trade like Andrew Wiggins? Anti-pop. Um, I don't think uh, they will. I don't know if they should. I think, like you said, who's who, what deal? It depends on the deal. I don't know if you should just trade him for anybody. CJ McCollum for Andrew Wiggins. Have... Who says no? Say that again. McCollum for Andrew Wiggins. Who says no? I Portland think Portland would no. say no to that. CJ McCollum for Andrew Wiggins in a first round pick. Who says no? Uh, 
I still think Portland's Yeah, maybe still Portland. Shit, Andrew Wiggins is not going to trade me, guys. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I think I, theoretically, I, I know you have to put together a tangible trade idea because you can't just trade a player because you want to trade a player, but theoretically I'm thinking to myself that I just don't think that Butler and Wiggins are a good pairing, and I think that they're just much better off trading one of them, obviously Wiggins, for depth. <laughs> so I mean, I agree, but like, who out there wants Wiggins and his contract right now that has players that are good? Uh, I mean, give Jabari me Jabari Parker and John Henson for Andrew Wiggins. Fuck no! What yeah, the? that's what Milwaukee. <laughs> that's what that's what Milwaukee needs. They need another guy that can't. Derek shoot. Jeter Jeez. over here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I know. I'm trying to look up. I just opened up the trade machine, see if I can put together some trade ideas because I have no idea who would be willing to take him. Um, the Knicks are always available to fleece. Let me see. Why would the Knicks do that? They're trying. No, the Knicks aren't doing that. Uh, it sounds like. Tim and who Hardaway are you trading? You trading Michael Beasley? Did you guys hear that? No, I didn't. Huh? It sounds like Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to miss the rest of the season. That's Either sucks. has a stress reaction or a stress fracture. If he has a stress fracture, he's done for the season. If he has a stress reaction and they play him too soon, it'll lead to a stress fracture. He's done for the season. That doesn't yeah. sound good. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, he's on my fantasy team. I'm fucking fucked. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Uh, okay, I know that he is kind of a god right now, but... Andrew Wiggins to the Bulls for Nikola Mirotich, Justin Holiday, and like a future second rounder. Is that enough to get a deal done? No, no, no. Why would the Bulls want more Timberwolves leftovers? Like it just doesn't make also, sense. Also, like, no disrespect to Mirotich, but we've got two and a half years of solid evidence that he's not very good, and Justin Holiday is one of the worst players in the league. Yeah. <laughs> He's not, like, like, he's another guy you could, like, add, like, if he and Shabazz Muhammad play at the same time, like, all the advanced metrics in the NBA would just, like, cause computers everywhere to crash. Like a North Korean DDoS attack. (laughs) Yeah, so basically, whenever you're talking about a trade for, uh, trading Wiggins, you have to consider who would Tibbs be willing to play. (laughs) He's not playing just Holiday. Um, Yeah, he's not playing Holiday. He might not even play Miritich because of how bad a defender he is historically. I don't know. Just to update you guys, in real time, the Rockets are only down by eight now. <laughs> Six yeah, minutes yeah, later yeah. in this game. I told you. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. Uh, let me see. And Harden somehow went. <laughs> is he doing crazy stuff? Uh, he has I've been, I, I've been points. watching the score. but Eight minutes ago when I told you guys that he had nine. He has 19 He points. has 28 yeah, he points? Was, he started the game 2 for 7. He is now 10 for 15 with 28 points. Holy God. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. This deal wouldn't be able to happen until the summer. But what about Andrew Wiggins to the Kings for George Hill and Bogdan Bogdanovich? See, that, that makes sense. Wiggins for George Hill and Bojan? Bogdanovich. Why can't it happen... It can happen this year, can it? After the, it happens soon, no. right? They can trade George Hill. That's soon. not enough value. Mm-hmm. George Hill's injury prone, and he's been terrible. No, um, Andrew Wiggins has this really strange thing going on with his contract because of his extension coming up that makes it really difficult to trade him. Oh yeah, they have to like 
He's on the, the poison pill contract. Actually, match. Oh yeah, so I think trading Wiggins during this season is pretty much out of the question. But I would be trying like hell to trade him next summer. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll take calls. Yeah, yeah. Let's see how many calls they get though. <laughs> Let me see. Um, I don't know who else would take Wiggins. Uh, uh, the Hawks. Hawks. Uh, I mean, there's nothing you want, though. That's the problem. Yeah, no, not really. Kent Bazemore. Man, we could do a whole <laughs> pod of John trying to figure out where Wiggins is gonna go. The Magic. And coming up. No, empty. fuck no! I don't want him on Orlando. <laughs> Never Google <laughs> Alfred Payton and a first round pick. Who says no? <laughs> Tibbs is not playing Alfred Payton. I'm like literally cackling over here. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, what about? How long have we been recording? <laughs> We've been recording a while. Uh, it's gonna come out to like an hour and twenty minutes. Okay. We're Harden done. has thirty I'm now. Really what about chicken? What about to the Heat for James and Tyler Johnson? <laughs> He'd say no, probably. You think so? I say no. I mean, like <laughs> I'd. You're going to put waiter, so your backcourt is Waiters and Wiggins? And Dragic. Your wings? Dragic has been I mean, I guess sneaky it, bad. It's not that bad. It's not He's that bad of a team, I guess. odd, like, four points scored games this year. He did that last season, too. He just, he's not I consistent. I think he's a very moody Slovenian man. Yeah. So the Rockets are going to go into halftime down seven. Yeah. That that whole that whole three point guard thing in Phoenix really fucked him up because before that he looked like he could be like an outside MVP candidate. I think that three point guard thing could work if it if one of them wasn't Isaiah Thomas and was like five eight. Yeah. Are you guys excited yeah. about Isaiah Thomas coming back? Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. hell yeah! My fantasy team is. <laughs> I think he's gonna be really bad and get injured again. I hope not. Uh, Rockets were down four at halftime. Excuse me. I spoke too soon. The uh, Harden scored 24 points in the second quarter, which is the second most in franchise history in a quarter. It's 30 at <laughs> halftime. That's this, nice. This is just the thing. I mean, just, I only bring it up because this is the thing we were talking about earlier. They should um, they should give him an award for that. Maybe an MVP or something. The Lakers led by, they were up by 22 points in the second quarter. Yeah. And then Harden scored 28 points in that yeah. quarter. Or 24 points in the quarter, and they're down by four at halftime. It's yeah. Just, like, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. I mean, they have the potential to go on a run no matter what the situation is. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't like they're, they're sort of doing this thing where they sort of rely on it. Yeah, but I mean, they're, te- they're testing themselves right now. It's a dangerous uh, game Like, to so play. far, no one has been able to call them on their bullshit. Yeah. At some point, they'll lose a game because Yeah, but of they've that. beaten five playoff teams in the last two weeks. Five current playoff teams. I'm not. I'm not saying they're. I'm not yeah. saying like it's. That's oh no, panic! I'm just saying like it's not NBC. a good uh, habit. Um, I think uh, that the Minnesota concerns are very real if they keep playing their players super duper duper crazy minutes. But other than that, I think they're they're actually right where I thought they'd be. Yeah, I uh, I just want to read you guys a tweet to end this. Okay, it's not about basketball. <laughs> Okay. Poor people. This tax bill is extremely predatory towards poor people. GOP. Well, if you're a self-employed adventurer, an archaeology professor who rescues the Ark of the Covenant from the hands of Nazi scientists, you'll actually <laughs> save $750. <laughs> That's what I think about Tibbs. I think that he's 
a Republican. <laughs> I think that's a stretch. <laughs> I think that's a stretch. That's a weird thing to do to your fellow rich people. <laughs> I think that he is really hurting the team, and that they'll probably finish like five or six games above five hundred and get like shit canned in the first round of the playoffs. But their owner is terrible, so I don't think he's going to get fired until KG is the owner. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Trent. He said he wants to be right. That's come out this week? He wants to. I don't know if it'll happen. Sounds more like a wishful thinking kind of thing. Yeah, but Jeter, though. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Trent. Are you, Trent, are you even there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Okay. He's fapping. Okay. Um, anything else before we sign off? Yeah, who won the last two? Oh, yeah, right. I had a thing going. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Uh, it's definitely a Wednesday night podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me see here. There were a lot of ties because you guys got a lot of points and then I subtracted points every time you guys got aggressive because <laughs> because that's not nice. But uh Oh my god. Let me see here. Um let me see. Will won by one point. <laughs> yeah, I did, bitch. Yeah, bitch. How did Will win? I don't understand. His last he literally made my yeah, points the last point, two. Dude. Nah. You're soft. Nah, you're wrong. You can't beat me in any games except for actual basketball. <laughs> this, is, this is a this is biased. And, and 2K. <laughs> and 2K, but that doesn't count because I sold my bitch. <laughs> Can I suggest that next time we do the PTI game where we have to, where you give a, you read something and then we say like what word it is? I like that one the most. Okay. I think Will would be good at that one too because he has a big vocabulary. Okay. <laughs> All right then. Okay. Well, this I guess. This has been the BBR Basketball Podcast. <laughs> if yeah. you're listening still at this point, just know that we like genuinely love you. <laughs> Yeah, Tyler. we love you. We probably do love you. <laughs> David and maybe Eric. I don't know who else is listening. Okay. All right. Yeah, that does it for Barbacoa Big Red Basketball. I'm John, and that was Will and Trent. Um, are we going to do another one this year? I don't think we are. This year? No. Uh, John's going home for Christmas. Yeah, we got Christmas, and then after that we got New Year's. I'm going to be exhausted after a weekend in Del Rio followed up by another week of work, so I'm I'm not gonna want to do a podcast the following weekend. So, um, Will, if you want to do a Rockets one, yeah, we can do a Rockets Christmas one. Day, yeah, I could edit it. We could do that. Okay, all right. So that does it for us. We'll see y'all. I mean, you'll probably hear from Will and Trent. I'll see y'all in 2018. Thanks for listening. Sure. Bye.